you ever thought about how valuable it would be to get career advice from a top executive? Have you ever wondered what management really thinks about diversity? Join us as our C-suite guest shares with our Latino community their unique insights on professional development and diverse leadership. Before we continue, I wanted to share a fun way to interact with C-Suite. It's easy peasy to record a voice message to share your thoughts, comments, and questions. If you do, we may feature your message on a future episode. To leave a message, just go to the Anchor FM app or website. Welcome to C-Suite, the show that combines surprising leadership insights with a focus on diversity. I'm Joe Kwan, the Connection Counselor and VP of Board Development for Alpha New Jersey. Today, we have an energizing guest, Alex Cisneros. Alex is presently the SVP of Revenue Generation and Analytics at Red Roof. He has 23 years of work experience, of which 15 has been in the hospitality industry. He received a bachelor's degree in economics from Rutgers University and a master's degree in management from Fairleigh Dickinson University. Previously, he was vice president of revenue generation Wyndham Destinations in Parsippany, New Jersey. Alex led a team of 100 plus multifunctional team members and was responsible for the end-to-end revenue generation process, which included revenue management, marketing, analytics, customer experience, and distribution. Prior to joining Wyndham, he worked for AT&T, New Jersey Transit, and Delta Services Group, where he gained extensive operations research, revenue management, and advanced analytical experience. A native of Ecuador, Alex is based in New Jersey and has two kids, Michelle and Matthew. Welcome, Alex. In this exact moment, how are you feeling? How's your energy? How's your outlook? Well, thank you so much for the invitation, Joe. I'm feeling great. It's Friday. The world feels that it's coming back to normal. Uh, People are traveling. uh, People are seeing families once again. So that gives me a lot of excitement to see some of the old friends and family members that I haven't seen in a while. I think the the outlook is very positive. We are not all the way out yet, but I'm very confident that the world is going to resume normal activities soon, which is everybody needs to do their part, but I'm very excited to be here. And thank you again for the invitation. Our pleasure. And I think everyone's really um, looking forward to things being more, uh, we can be more connected, right? Like like we can do more of those things that, that connect us to each other as human beings. Mm-hmm. Exactly, exactly. I'm sure we all have stories to share of the things that we miss or the things that we couldn't do for a little while, but it, it's, you know, change is an opportunity. So this change has given me the opportunity to really value some of the, the aspects of life that Sometimes you took it for granted. So I, I'm, I'm feeling re-energized. I think that the uh, the future is bright, and but we I, I just hope that the world is is able to benefit of the advances in medicine and they they get the the to experience what we are going through here in the states. Yeah, well, I really appreciate appreciate that perspective, Alex. So. Tell us a little bit, let's find out a little bit more about yourself and curious to hear more about the unique value that you provide, the thing that has helped you throughout your career across your various roles or whatever you may do in the future. That is a good question because I, I think uh, one, 
throughout my career, I've gone through different stages where I question myself, am I being a, a good leader? Am I, if, uh, am I leading by example? Uh, and, and you question about what's the true value that you have that is unique to yourself. I, usually, I tend to focus on three areas uh, throughout my career. One is, is really simple, the very three simple principles. And the first one is just doing the right thing in general, where there are decisions that you need to make with, that involves uh, people or business decisions, new ventures. You, you just need to go to the fundamental principle that you need to lead by example and, and you need to, to do what's right. And with that, values like... Uh, honesty, uh, being humble and understanding come into play. So just, I think, being able to do what's right for the organization, for yourself, for others, I think is, is one of the key values that I think I, I tend to focus on on quite a bit. The other one is that um, I came to the States when I was 18 and I didn't speak English. So I, uh, I, I've, I've came a long way to, to be where I am. Many parts of my journey were very difficult, just like it is with anybody else, and it's easy to give up. So I think the other value is that I, I tend to not give up too easily. I, I persevere. Uh, I think that there's the one important aspect of each of us is to have hope and being able to see that even though you're enduring difficult times, it's going to get better. So don't give up too soon. But also recognize that it sometimes you need to change direction, and that is okay. You know, going in a different direction is fine. And the last one is this one is the one that I've I've came to realize that it's important to be true to yourself. Each of us have unique values, unique ways of adding to an organization, um, and I think you you need to remain true to yourself. And I think that is important. I I, I in the beginning. You know, being an immigrant, uh, having an accent, being from Ecuador, I, I felt that I needed to change to be somebody else and then to realize that I really don't need to change as much. I think if you you are a good person and, you, and you're doing the right thing and, and you are true to who you are, I think you will do just fine in life. So I think those are the three that the three values I think it's that that I find that have helped me throughout my career, my life. And, and I'm, try, I'm trying to help that with others that are having a similar question of how they need to become, what the values that they need to, to have in their lives and, and at work. And I, I think that has helped me quite a bit. Yeah, thanks so much for that, Alex. I mean, doing the right thing, obviously, we all want to hire people who who do the right thing, right? Not not just the easy thing or, or the uh, beneficial thing for themselves or others. Um, and that hope and resilience, I think, is an awesome value. And, and that last one you mentioned, you know, I would just uh, sum it up as kind of like an authenticity, right? Like being mm -hmm. your true self. That comes up so much these days on, on these interviews, as well as conversations with other underrepresented professionals that finding both the confidence to do it and then also the way to do it in a way that is rewarded instead of somehow used against you because that can be a challenge. Can you speak to us a little bit about your experience, you know, being authentic and, and how you got to that point? Yeah, I, I, this one took me a little while and, and it was trying to find yourself and, and 
Listen, we, we all have people that we admire, whether it's somebody that is leading an organization, somebody in your family, a coworker, your manager, and you tend to, to deviate from where, who you are into somebody else, not realizing that uh, differences is what makes us better and the importance of diversity, different opinions and different perspectives is, is really what it, what it makes a decision, uh, a better decision. And I, I recall one, one time when, when, I was, when I was at Wyndham, one of the decisions that we needed to make was, should we expand to other parts of the, the world in, in, in the vacation rental side? Vacation rentals is if you own a home or an apartment and you want to rent it, that is a vacation rental. So the first company that comes to mind is usually Airbnb, right? That's a, that. So I, I remember that being in a hotel company uh, and, and, and seeing Airbnb, our, the initial re reaction was like, no, we don't want to get into that because we are true hotel, a hotel company. They are almost our competitors. And who knows if people want to stay at somebody else's house. But then I started thinking about it. Well, I have enough experience. I've traveled to other places. I'm from Ecuador. And I know that sometimes there are individuals that want to have a different experience. They don't want to go mm -hmm. to a hotel. They want to get to close to the beach and be in a home that they can walk outside and, and, and enjoy a different experience. Uh, I, I, so I, I started to have discovered that my background was in my experience and, and my thinking actually can make the decision better. So mm -hmm. I remember that that helped us have some initial conversations with a competitor, which is Airbnb, but eventually led us to evolve to, to really embrace challenge and embrace a new product and hospitality that we needed to do. Uh, I, I think the other part that I think is worth mentioning because it's it's in me and it's part of who I am is the analytical nature of other jobs that I've done. I'm very quantitative. And sometimes when we interact with others that are not quantitative, you tend to, to, to be different. You don't want to throw, you don't want to show that you are very uh, analytical or you don't want to throw numbers at people. And I, I will find myself that I, I started to become somebody else that, that it wasn't me. So now I'm, I'm very comfortable of trying to find the right tone and message with the different uh, teams or people that, that are not really comfortable with data. So if I'm just to pick a function that I know that they, 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 they will be okay with, with me using them as an example, sales. Sales uh, in most organizations, they, they are not talking about algorithms or reports or forecasting or any of that but I've been able to be myself and being able to educate them in a way that helps them do their jobs better, being able to understand what are some of the pain points that they have that I can solve with, with data or, or, or anything that I offer. So being able to find a happy balance and being able to in, introduce my thinking in topics that in the past I will try to be somebody else, I think it has, it has helped me quite a bit in, 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 in all organizations that I work for. Yeah. Fantastic, Alex. And in addition to finding that balance, um, you know, you obviously have to communicate a lot with with other teams and, and you lead teams and have led large teams in the past. So really excited to ask you this next question. What is it that never fails to surprise you about people? Uh, I think that's a very good question because 
Well, I, I think there are two things that I always find it fascinating. Uh, I, th I think I'm always surprised by individuals that they see the world and they see people in a very negative way first. Uh, I think there's a lot of negativity in, the, in, in, in a lot of places. I get it with COVID, it, has, it, it got a little bit worse. And, but, but what I think we need to remind ourselves is that uh, there's unlimited potential in people. And, we, and for the most part, people are, uh, wanna do the right thing. They are good by nature. So one thing that surprised me is that sometimes we start thinking about very negative about a situation or how this the state of the, the the country or the world, the business. We, we but we we don't start focusing on, on the good first. So I think what what we need to start thinking about more is is how how we see the good. I, I think I was um, I was surprised during COVID how many good stories came out of people that were trying to go above and beyond and and feed the seniors that are not able to go and go to the supermarket, how many people were helping each other out, organizations, volunteers, even though they were exposing themselves, there's that good. And, and, and that, 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 it didn't surprise me because I know that that's one thing that, that we tend to, to not really see the, the good that is out there. But that also goes true with, with individuals in an organization. There are so many cases that you you maybe an employee, they 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 may be in a function that they made mistakes in the beginning and and they tend to start uh, not being considered for all new opportunities. They are they are not be, they are not given a chance to to shine. So I think seeing the, the good is important and, and and not just in the world, but that the potential that individuals have. I think that the the other one is, I, I, is the, the creativity of, uh, I think we all tend to say, oh, I'm not creative. <laughs> and that, that is, that's, that's not necessarily true. I think each of us are creative in, in our own respect and, and we need to foster and encourage the creativity in whatever we do. I give you a, a perfect example. So when COVID started, you know that a lot of people were not traveling anywhere. And uh, in, in, as I mentioned before, I'm very analytical, but I've noticed that about 30 or 40 percent of our rooms were still occupied. So who are those 30 or 40 percent? And then we, we start talking up with the hotels and understanding what are some what some of the, the trends of the few that are traveling. Why is that? And then we discovered that uh, there were students that couldn't go back to China, for example, or mm -hmm. to Europe because they were stuck here. There were no planes. And then through the creative process of marketing there, they were like, we should reach out to the students. I'm sure they need food. They need um, support. They need a place to stay. So I was amazed by the creativity that so many new programs came out of our company as a result of the creativity that people have. It's not... Uh, another one is uh, somebody was telling me that uh, truck, uh, truckers, they were unable to go to the rest stops and, and use the facilities because they were closed. The government shut down. Mm -hmm. So we, we saw that as an opportunity to create a program that we will offer them, even if they want to stay for only a few days to shower, to recharge, to pack, park their truck, coming into the hotel. We helped them. We gave them a place to recharge, and they will continue driving and delivering so many 
necessities that the world still needed during COVID. So it, it, that's just one example. I, I really enjoy quite a bit working with people that they think that they're not creative, but that you throw a problem at them and they come up with solutions that are really fascinating. So I think it always surprises me when somebody tells me that, oh, I'm not creative, not realizing that truly all of us are. Yeah, I love that example, Alex. And and it's interesting, right? Uh, a question begs to be answered, right? Like, like when you have a question out there and it has no answers, our minds immediately start to try to generate an answer. It doesn't like leaving it unanswered. Yes, exactly, exactly. So, so many good questions are out there. And I, I, and sometimes the experts are not the only ones that have the answers. Uh, I remember one, one of the, the ones that I struggled, struggled early in my career, I was doing transportation. And um, we were struggling with people that were waiting at bus stops and the bus wouldn't arrive. And we're talking about 20 years ago when you didn't have your, your mobile device that tells you when the bus is coming. So people would get frustrated. And I remember somebody say, saying like, why don't we give them something to do while they're waiting? So we started thinking about prototypes of activities that somebody can do at a bus stop. And that idea actually came from, from, from somebody that was completely unexpected. He was a maintenance person that was fixing some of our buses. And, and he had a, that, that idea that we actually started thinking about. Now, I think it will be easier when you think about it with technology. I see it at the, in some of the malls that we all have kids and the kids don't have anything to do while we shop. And I've seen that they have those digital TVs now that they can go and click and play. It's a similar concept. And I look back and it's like, that was a really good idea. And, and it came some, from somebody that I didn't expect it. Yeah, yeah. And I think that dovetails nicely into one of the earlier things you said about how people do really have unlimited potential. Sometimes it's our ability to see it, which is the problem, not that they don't actually have ability. Exactly, exactly. Great, great. Um, so folks who are listening to this podcast, you know, a lot of them are continuing their career journey. You know, they're not done, right? They still have yeah. some steps on the ladder. They, they want to succeed. And so it's super valuable to talk to executives like yourself who've, you know, reached a certain uh, measure of success. So based on your experience, and I'm sure you've had plenty of ups and downs, what do most people get wrong about how to succeed? Mm. Well, I, I think the, the the definition of success is different by by uh, the depending on who you are. I think that it starts with that. And I think knowing what success is for an individual is important. Uh, I made, I've made many mistakes throughout my career. And one of the mistakes that I made was to assume that success means managing more people, uh, go, moving upwards in the organization, becoming uh, you know, a CEO one day. And that, that perhaps that was the, the, my definition of success, but by no means is the definition of success for everyone. And I, I actually promoted somebody to a director of a of role and and he he had a team of about eight or ten people, and I remember he struggled quite a bit. And and after a few months, he he came to me and said, uh, you know, he, I I really appreciate the opportunity to be a manager. He was a very intelligent person, but he said, what I'm I really want to my career should be about solving problems. 
he had a PhD in, in uh, operations research. So he, his success was defined as the ability to publish his work, ability to, to teach in, in academia. It was not about managing people. So, so I think the definition of success is it starts with that. What is going to be success for you? In my case has been the, the growing or in our organization and being able to, to add more value and, and to, to a group and, and being able to move upward in, 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 the, in the organization. And, and I think to do that, uh, I think there are two components that are very important. The first one, I think it's, the important importance of learning. Uh, we tend to think about learning just college, but mm-hmm. these days it's so important to keep learning. Uh, watch out what's what's in your industry that is trending. What's something that is new that is going to help you when the opportunity comes in, because you are the only one that has that knowledge, that expertise. I think uh, being able to to learn it it's key. And I, I I give you one example that happened to me is when when I joined Wyndham, I didn't I didn't know it. Uh, at that point we were we were part of a company called Sendon and they had different verticals. They had uh, hospitality, they have real estate, uh, they have taxes, they have different verticals. And I thought that it was very good to learn about how technology works in the hospitality industry to make hotel product available in Latin America, because I always try to connect my experiences with where I came from. Mm. So I started to learn connectivity and how you work with Expedia, with companies like Orbitz and Booking.com. So I learned technology just because I was curious. I wanted to, to find out how technology works. And then an opportunity came up that they were looking for somebody that can help us sell some uh, timeshare inventory that Wyndham had in the open market. And th- we didn't have an expert. And, and I was able to use what I learned to explain how I will go about it. And that took my career in a completely direction, a different direction. Wow. And, and, uh, and I started distributing hotels in, uh, in Latin America. I also started getting hotels from Mexico to be distributed here in North America so people from north from in chicago will travel to cancun and all that technology was put in place by a simple concept of just learning about technology and 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 being able to do that i think the second uh part that i, I think is important that you need to keep in mind to succeed is that you need to keep reinventing yourself and yes. it doesn't it, it doesn't mean that you're going to be different or you're not going to be authentic it's just that you need to be flexible enough that you, your career might take you in a different direction. And in that process, you need to reinvent yourself. Uh, I'll give you a perfect example. In 2016, they, uh, they were looking for uh, somebody to take over marketing. My background was no marketing, but I felt that marketing is moving in that direction. You need to be able to evaluate uh, information, see how you're spending money to bring customers uh, was the most optimal way to to do that. So my analytical background, even though I didn't know marketing, I thought it was going to be a good fit to do marketing, but I didn't know marketing. So I had to learn marketing and I needed to be reinvent myself because by being in marketing, you need to be able to talk about the brand to position how the, to how you plan to position the brand, how you be out there. Um, by 
I'm an introvert, so that that took me a lot of energy. But it, I thought it was a great opportunity for me to to re reinvent myself, be a marketeer, and being able to be somebody that that is representing the company and and really driving us forward in a in a way that only I can do it because of my background. But it took me that combination of spending time of uh, on on just watching videos, attending conferences, marketing conferences, talking to other people that have been doing this for a while and, in, uh, and being able to assume that new role that it, I didn't study marketing, but I, I thought that doing that, it made me a better person and exposed me in a, in a, in a way that the, that the decision makers that will that tend to own your career, they're going to see you from a different perspective. I think it's very important that if you are trying to move up in an organization that you always keep in mind who actually owns your your the decisions about your future you own your future like you own your career but somebody is going to be able to open or close the door for that next step that you want to take make sure you you have that clear of who that person is because sometimes it's not your boss it may be somebody above or a group of people so you need to keep learning and reinventing yourself so you can be seen by those when the opportunity arrives. Yeah. I mean, I love what you're saying about understanding the sort of landscape and, and the, the strategic thinking, right? Not just, you know, am I hitting my numbers? Am I delivering what's in my role description? Understanding in a broader sense, the organization and how you can navigate it. So I think that's super helpful. Yeah. And, and I think that the, with that is, is, is trying to to think ahead and think mm -hmm. about how you're going to position yourself and learn the right, uh, have the right knowledge when the opportunity arrives. I think that's really important. And I see that with, with some of my team members It's fascinating right now that uh, there's some computer language that I, uh, that I know a little bit, but I know now most technologies and or companies that are doing very impressive work they are using, for example, Python or R, those two, I know a little bit, but my team is very curious and they are learning and they're doing a lot of good things and, and good work. And, and so, so it gets me very excited when I see them uh, being that uh, learning and being able to position themselves for what is going to come up. So it's very exciting to see how people think strategically and, and they start trying to think uh, more long-term than short-term. Great, Alex. So let's widen the circle a bit and proceed to what we call the shout out. Who is a leader who is passionate about diversity that you think more people should know about? Well, I, th there are many people and many organizations that I think they, they have taken diversity as, as really an important component of the organization as part of, of everything. Uh, so I, I was I I have been a member of the Hispanic Association of Corporate Responsibility, HASAR. And through that that organization, I've learned about different leaders and, and people that are that are doing the doing really remarkable work around uh, diversity. I one person that I always admire, and, and it has been more about the importance of having a diverse perspective on decision making, it is the ex uh, PepsiCo CEO, um, Indra Nui. I, I think she, being an immigrant, first gives her a, gave her a perspective to understand the importance of having uh, a different set of 
ideas in, in, in when she was running the company. The other part that, that I think she that I admired was that the importance of women in 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 different parts of an organization and in, in, in diversity in different parts of the organization. When when you think about companies, there are functions or there are industries that are dominated by one particular group. And I think she 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 felt that it was important to break the barriers mm-hmm. and being able to give others an opportunity to to in the in the beginning just sat at the table, being able to be part of those conversations. I think the importance of women in, 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 in certain areas, I think especially in, in science and data and analytics is, is important. And she saw that. I think that is a, that's something that I really admire, not just on, uh, on what Pepsi has been doing, but even other companies. Now you read about what, uh, you know, Bank of America or, uh, McDonald's, how they are understanding that diversity is not just is not just having um, playing the numbers because that 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 can be so easily manipulated that in diversity index you you rank well because you have the right number. So I I think that just knowing that being able to improve diversity it starts in even before they join the workforce and, and spending and investing on talent and in, 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 in young kids, like whether it's the middle school, uh, there are, so, there are new programs that, that are encouraging, uh, minorities or, or unrepresented groups to study more, uh, science and math and stats. I think that, that, that is good. I think the other part that I find it important is that we almost need to work in the, in two layers and the bottom having the the right um, number of people from the diverse background to join in certain unrepresented functions or industries. But also we need to work on the top. I think yes. the, num- the number of uh, CEOs that are that, that, uh, that don't are not diverse or board of directors, I think only 5% of board of directors and organizations are minorities. Um, and then once you dive into the data, then you start looking at how many are women minorities. The percentage probably is like a two or 1%. I don't, I don't know that, that percentage. So it's almost like we need to work in, in, in feeding more people into the workforce that are diverse, but also changing the, the, the look and, and feel of the top. And, and I think that is, that is another area that there, there's good progress, but it's not happening fast enough. Well, I'm so glad you mentioned that, Alex. Um, definitely still a lot of work to do on various levels. And it's been a real pleasure talking to you today. Um, I've learned so much about authenticity and kind of your approach to career. How can people uh, connect to learn more about you or your business? Sure. So I work for Red Roof. Uh, so we that we have about six hundred and fifty hotels. We uh, many of you that have taken a, a trip probably that you drove by uh, one is to learn more about our hotels or to book a, a hotel room. Uh, you go to redroof.com. One thing that people need to learn understand about most franchise hotel companies is that. Somebody own, else owns the hotel. So Red Roof is the brand. So it's, 
know that when you're staying at one of our hotels, you're actually supporting diversity. You're supporting uh, unrepresented group that owns the hotel. Uh, most of our hotel operators and owners are immigrants and that have that came to this country and they are trying to to succeed. So it's a, uh, I, it, that's one of the, the the parts of my job that excites me. It's that sometimes I hear stories about a family that bought the first red roof and now they're buying their second or, or they're growing and with another franchise uh, uh, restaurant or or any other brand. So it's very good to see that the American dream can happen. And, and that's so that's I encourage you to visit our uh, website and, and and hopefully if you're looking for a hotel, we red roof can be one of the options that you consider. I'm on LinkedIn. Uh, so if you want to connect if you want to ask questions and, and you want to just chat uh the best way it will be through linkedin uh so you will see my my photo and and the fact that i work for red room and work with windham uh you can also find me through the through linkedin uh groups as well thanks so much alex and we'll share all that information in our show notes well thank you alex for being our guest on c-suite the show that combines surprising leadership insights with a focus on diversity. Thank you so much, Joe. Thank you for listening to C-Suite. Alpha's purpose is connecting Latino leaders for impact. To learn more, go to alpha.org. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a review or share with a trusted friend or colleague. Remember, with the right perspective, amazing things can happen.